0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of We Create Music. I am your host B Vaughn, and today we have an amazing artist and songwriter, Nashby. Oh, hey, what's up, brother? How's it going? Welcome Brian? to the show. It's good, Thank man. You, man. I how are you? Appreciate you for having me. I'm well. No I'm problem, well. man. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm blessed, brother. Yeah, yeah. I hear that, man. Yeah. So let's start off. Let's talk about how you got started in this. Whole music venture. Um, well, first off, all glory to God, man.
1: It's uh, it's, it's, mm. been oh, man. it's been a journey. It's been a journey. I started off just as a kid in church writing music, um, just helping out. My my, do- my dad's a pastor, um, okay. mom's a nurse, and always helped out in the church and the music scene. My parents always played, especially in like in the educational stuff. Um, they played a lot of um, kind of just like you know the kids movies and shows mm-hmm. and like you know even the ABC stuff um that would kind of like always play in my head and it's like to this day I'll forget certain things but music since I was a kid I never forget them there's mm-hmm. songs that I have registered that I can't even google you know wow. just because of um like I've literally googled these lyrics word for words songs that I haven't heard since I was like eight mm-hmm. and I remember them but I can't find them online and it's like I don't even know if they're on copyright or whatever mm-hmm. it may be because it was just like songs that they were, were made for those tv shows or whatnot mm-hmm. grew up around um middle school late uh, elementary school I started to write rhymes and um once I got into high school around sophomore junior year I made that decision to you know start mm-hmm. doing things seriously and um really doing more than just you know rap just really like I think that was when I I realized that I think I wanted to to do this as a career and, okay. and you know make the
0: just the best out of it all. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's what's up, brother. Yeah, yeah. Most of us kind of get started when we kind of ex- start exploring music, kind of mm-hmm. like in high school, middle school around there somewhere, mm-hmm. and then that kind of bursts our our desire to really kind of delve deeper into into middle school. I know that was a way for me mm-hmm. for myself is that I kind of got started back in middle school and high school also. God, yeah, God. so how did growing up in the church and having a dad as a pastor mm-hmm. kind of influence your your music? Like at first, to be honest, as some may expect, he, he didn't. He supported
1: it, but you know, being a minister, you know, we mm-hmm, make it hip hop, mm-hmm. and it wasn't gospel hip hop. You know, he was of course hesitant at first, and then he listened to the music. He saw the vision. He saw what I wanted to do, and he supported me since. And I think that, um, and my mom as well. But I think like, you know. To be honest, like, people don't talk about it much, but all the greats came from church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Whitney Houston, yeah. Beyonce, Prince, um, like, all these folks, like, really started off singing in church and mm-hmm. performing in church. And I think church literally has the grounds because it's, it's like, you know, to be honest, I feel like it's that anointing, you know, it's that, mm-hmm. it's that real blessing from God, you know, that exists within um church that when you're offering up your services to god he blesses Mm -hmm. you in return and with that gift you know you'll make he'll make room for you he will make room for you you know so um i don't make gospel music you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying but i I am like a a a strong believer in christ he's my friend he's my god he's my Mm -hmm. father um but now i just make music that comes to my heart you know and Mm -hmm. god will be mentioned in my music once in a while here and there um I mean, he influences it all. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, but I think the church played a big part, um, definitely, just with my love for music and musicians. yeah. musicianship, because I play saxophone as well. Nice. A little bit
0: of keys, but, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. You know, you. I mean, you're right. A lot of artists got their start in the church. A lot of people that I've interviewed on the show, mm-hmm. every time I ask, well, how'd you get started? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, back in the day, my mom was over, my dad was, and I grew up in the church, and I was playing keys, and I was... And you'd be surprised how many people grew up in the church. And I was telling somebody that wasn't my case. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't grow up in a church where I was able to explore music. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't come to Christ until like 2000. So Mm -hmm. I had no (laughs) church upbringing when it came to being a musician or being an artist or a producer or whatever the case is. But Mm -hmm. like, and I told somebody, I always find it surprising that a lot of people came from, from the church to in and in, in getting into to the music industry that way. That's yeah. real. Yeah. yeah it's yep. real. So as being as being a Christian, mm-hmm. being in the hip hop realm, mm-hmm. what are some of the challenges that you face with that duality as far as Christianity and hip hopism, I would say. Got you. Yeah, man. To be honest, I think the
1: biggest thing is me being um seven A Adventist. So I'm seven mm-hmm. A Adventist which uh Christian, but, mm-hmm. you know, we observe the Sabbath, the fourth commandment mm-hmm. from Friday night to Saturday night is God's time. And so when I have gigs on Friday nights, I, you know, I got to explain that I can't go, you know, ah, or okay. if there's something like an interview or something in the morning mm-hmm. on Saturdays, I'm at church, can't go. Um, so like, and even on Saturday nights, I can go once the sun sets, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. just, I'm just still valuing that Sabbath. Like last night I had a wedding I was hosting, but I wasn't able to go and, you know, help the DJ host until like ah, 12 because okay. the sun didn't set till 830 so stuff like that is is slightly hindering as well as the, the some of the vibes in hip-hop man like the the higher I realize the more I achieve and the more you know rooms I was able mm-hmm. to get into you start to realize that a lot of people are broken you know I think mm. that was a the toughest thing and it's it's like people in the church are broken too but mm-hmm. you see some people are like kind of like soulless like outside of the chains outside of the performances and everything else that they're doing mm. they're not really happy you know what i'm saying they're not really enjoying life to the fullest and i think that's tough because i'm still navigating i'm you know i'm still fresh into it at least on a professional level yeah um i guess on a real professional level i would say now i would say that my career is you know beginning to embark on that 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 standpoint being in a room with you know, your role models or, you know, people, you know, celebrities, whether social media celebrities or, you know, artist celebrities. And, you know, not all of them, of course. Everyone is, you know, to own. But I did realize, especially in, like, the social media world, it's a lot of people that's really, like, you know, hurt, broken, don't have real friends, you know, don't really, you could tell they're not fully being themselves, you know. And, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, god probably wants me to be you know that secular artist in the music industry but that christian based artist in the music mm. industry to be there for people you know I, I see that happening you know um
0: but who knows man That's 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 how it is for now though. yeah yeah no i mean you're absolutely right that there are i mean everybody's broken in mm. some type of way mm. and just the ability to utilize music in a way that can kind of Reconnect people back and kind of heal people back and even at the center of it having God in the center of it to to help guide and mend those types of things Mm -hmm. because you never realize I mean most people kind of see everybody just they live in the life Mm -hmm. Right, right. They got the cars. They got the house. They got the jewelry. They got whatever the case may be Right, and people don't really realize that there's a life outside of music and a lot of people are Mm -hmm. Are broken Mm -hmm. and need healing and need help in some type of way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. yeah. So, so how do you use your music in a way to kind of help facilitate that process? Um, I just write from the heart. So I guess I kind of left this out
1: earlier, um, upbringing within music as well, made that decision junior year, you know, mm-hmm. of high school, went into college and was like, yo, I got these next four years, I'm going to take and really go full throttle with music mm-hmm. as well as, you know, studying. I go to Georgia State University. Um, God willing, I'll be graduating this May. I'm hey. um, Appreciate it. Hey. Love you to God. But yeah, and it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. And I see things kind of shifting where, um, you know, my is my journalism, my minor's political science. So okay. I had the chance to, to intern for Governor Kemp this spring mm-hmm. as well. I saw that. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and Attorney General Chris Carr last fall. Mm-hmm. So, like, doing that um, and having opportunities to still do music within, you know, politics mm-hmm. as well as, like, in within music, there's doors that open in politics and corporate America as well. So it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, but like, I use my experiences overall that I learned from being in school. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? From growing up in a church, from seeing, being conscious of what's going on in our world, you know, and just writing, you know, love, you know, mm-hmm. um, just every emotion. And, and it's like, I don't make sugarcoat music. I give it to you how it is, but mm-hmm. I still feel like it's, 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 I try to always leave people on a good note, you know what I'm saying, or at least on a real note, you know. So even if we're talking about depression, you know, um, I I got this song that I'm working on now, it just came tomorrow. Maybe I shouldn't talk about it. It's not released yet, but <laughs> soon. I think it's gonna be a pretty it's dope. It's coming scene. soon, though. It's coming soon, and and who knows? Maybe that'll be the one, you know, to, to right. really take off. Because you know, I wanted to kind of. I realized that a lot of people in my life are struggling with depression, man. Mm. We're struggling with like um, suicide. We're struggling mm. with. You know, mental health overall and it was getting scary because it was like some of these people were my heroes some mm-hmm. of these people were like my rock you know you mm-hmm. know that was like i could depend on right. you know and these people were broken within themselves and i wanted to kind of write about that but i ended up taking this 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 song that my producers made for me this this instrumental and it's so uplifting it's a dope vibe it's mm-hmm. a really great vibe but the message in the song is talking about how trash life is in a way you know what yeah. i'm saying but then it kind of wraps up with, you know, but life isn't too bad after all, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, cause realizing a lot of people are going through the same thing. Yeah. Cause I think that's what we struggle with as humans. I feel like we always think, you know, oh, I have this struggle. I'm the only one with it. I'm not going to tell mm-hmm. nobody, you know, I'm not going to tell Bivon cause he might look at me different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Little do I know either you or someone you know or friend of yours struggling with the same thing. You know what right. I mean? And I think like, just realizing that, could really help people because mm. I feel like a lot of people battle with things and literally rot on the inside because they think they're alone and yeah. they're never really alone. Right. You know, and it's 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 interesting, man, and you would think um, some things would just be like, oh, I'm one in a million, but even on Twitter, you'll mm. see like, uh, what is it, those, um, Patumana, whatever it is, those, it's those tweets. I, t- I haven't seen those. Yeah, it's like, um, they'll say something like, I don't know if I'm even saying it right, but they'll say something like, uh, talk about, you know, food and it, the scope of mind, is like, mm-hmm. I think it's like a, how do you feel about this? And okay. so people will retweet that tweet and say something and go viral. And, but some people mm-hmm. say some weird things because they'll say, they'll talk about stuff like sex. They'll talk about school academics, politics, mm-hmm. Trump. They'll talk about different things and people will retweet and repost. Okay. And when you see how many people vibe with those things, or it'll be something outrageous. Someone just retweets that and says, Oh, I feel that X, Y, and Z you know makes this, and everybody's like, and you would think that's something weird, but you're like, Oh, snap, like mm-hmm. I thought the same thing, and then a hundred thousand other people, people felt the same way, and it's like, oh wow, like we live in a weird world, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, where people are really like very similar, you know, and maybe it was me just being naive, and not knowing being ignorant, but you know, I feel like as I'm growing, I'm learning more about that, just like as humans, we have more in common than we
0: think, oh, of course, yeah, of course we do, mm-hmm. because. We, we kind of experience a lot of the same things. I mean, we're all in this world mm-hmm. together. Right. So we're not so secluded where we don't kind of feel these same things mm-hmm. or kind of experience some of the thing, same things that other people experience. We just don't tell nobody. Right. Because it goes back to what you said. We don't want people to kind of look at us in a, in a different way. We've created this persona, mm-hmm. especially in the music industry, where we have to look like... We got it all together. Right. We can't let people see that we, we're depressed or going through things or having problems at home with the family or mm-hmm. in debt or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. We always have to have that persona. Right. And I've talked to a lot of people. There have been many, there, there have been many people that are currently bringing light to mental health issues within the music community mm-hmm. because, I mean, it goes back to what I said. People just want to make it seem like they have it all all together. So, do you feel that the music that is being created today helps aid in people feeling depressed and having mental health issues and suicidal tendencies and things like that? Do you think the music that's being made today kind of kind of helps people feel that way? Helps them feel better from it, or helps? No, not necessarily. Feel feel better. Contributes to the problem itself.
1: Yeah, Yeah, man, I think so. Mm. It's people don't. Some people say it's just music, but man, like people who really make music, you know, and and I can just tell by your vibe that you're probably going to agree with me on this. Like music is, I'm not saying it's a spirit, but it's mm-hmm. a thing. Like it's a real, oh, yeah, of course, you can't touch it. Right. But it moves emotion. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have friends where just the way you touch the piano can literally make you feel happy. Mm-hmm. can make you feel sad, depressed, enjoying like you can. Anything, you literally can move people. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's literally what we do for a living, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, is move people through our music. And when people are literally putting out this negative energy in music, Mm -hmm. that gets translated. I don't want to call them out because I think it's just as worse as, um, you know, just contributing to the flame. But there's this famous kid, right? Um, He's known for something special. And I saw him at this event. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, I feel so bad because the kid is like in high school, maybe just about to graduate, but he's over a million followers on Instagram, really famous. And um, you could just tell he was, he was empty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You could just tell something was wrong, like the, the, something was wrong with the kid. It was almost like, what am I going to do? Go back to the school and, yeah. you know, change my life. Cause this is this making me money? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But, like, he's he's almost literally seen as like a mascot in a way where somebody... You know he's playing FIFA on the couch, and somebody walks by, takes a picture of his face, doesn't acknowledge his presence, doesn't say hello, mm-hmm. doesn't even compliment him, nothing. Just like, you know, doing the old thing. You know, turn up, take a picture of you, keep walking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not even a human. You know what I mean? And like, and he got up on stage and performed a song. And I'll be honest, I didn't even hear the song in totality. You know, but it has a dope beat and everything. But like, my friend was like, "Bro, did you did you listen to this to what he was saying?" I was like, "No, what what did saying? say?" She was like. He's literally like, help me. I'm, I'm dying. I'm crying out for oh. help. Like, like help. You know what I'm saying? It's like what the, the song is talking about how sad he is. Mm-hmm. And I didn't peep that, you know, but she did. And that really just made me think. That's one example, recent example, just overall I see within music mm-hmm. of just how like a lot of people are listening to these songs, you know, and, and really taking it for true. Mm-hmm. Like, like children, definitely. Yeah. You know, yeah. I remember growing up listening to Eminem. You know, which is one of my biggest inspirations in hip-hop, Eminem, J. Cole, um, Dr. Dre, Pac, you know, um, all these guys, I would always take it, I would almost have to filter their music, because they would be trying to give a good message, but then, you know, they're rappers, and at that time, that's the vibe, so Eminem would be uplifting you, motivating you to be your best self, and then he's, you know, being comedic Eminem, making fun of every Mm -hmm. celebrity, taking drugs, you know what I'm saying? But this stuff will literally, it literally plants seeds in your soul. And, Mm. and, you know, sexual music even, you know what I mean? Now, Mm -hmm. you listen to a song and all of a sudden that can throw your your mental off Mm -hmm. where now you, all you got is a sex drive going, you know, right. or like you're listening to some gangster music, and you know what I'm saying. And, and, and gangster music, I'm not it won't make you want to go kill somebody. <laughs> but if you're you're angry, you know, road rage, and
0: you playing that music, oh, it kind of makes you like, yeah, you're listening to Ludacris, you know, get out the way, and you're stuck in Atlanta traffic. Kind of <laughs> exactly. feel a yeah. certain type of way. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's real. And so mm-hmm. I'm a genuine believer in that. Like even with me, like I'm I'm really. Careful with my pen as well, Mm. because I know that even when I'm telling truth, I realize that a lot of my lyrics come true. It's a weird thing, you know. Mm. You know, life and death is in the tongue. tongue Right, Right. and so I've I've had, you know, if you have more time, I'll I'll share about that too. But it's, I've had moments where even like with with the lyrics I've written, some most of it would be like real experience, and some of it would just be creativity. Mm. And I've witnessed that creativity come true, Uh or I see the way in shows when people are spitting my lyrics back out to me how that makes them feel and how they really resonate with that. And mm-hmm. it's it's just special to see. And so when you have all these rappers, I'm not going to, you know, say any names, but that are like giving these negative messages. It's like, I understand. Okay. This may be your life. This may be just you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like someone who's doing it and being themselves and being real, I don't know him as well. Um, haven't listened to a lot of his music, but like the baby, you know, yeah. I feel like he's genuine with it. Like he's not just on the mic, just, just saying, Oh, I'm a, kill you, your mm-hmm. mama, your dad, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like he's kind of really telling his story. He's going to be a little arrogant with it, too. He's an artist. He's filling he's, a, he's a rapper. He's a rapper, right. you know. But he's to me, he's more genuine and real rather than, you know, no offense, you know, all love to the brother, but like a designer or to mm-hmm. like one of these other guys in the games who, you know, that may be their life as well, but it's like that's all they're pushing out. It's just mm-hmm. that negative, constant, you know, just depressing, you know, music mm-hmm. and, you know, people are dying. People are dying. People are getting hurt. You know, through this. And you remember at the um, the last event I saw you at? Yeah, yeah, before, yeah. not the Grammy. Oh, not the one, Grammy event with Kevin.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Music
1: Room. Right. Yeah. And and the, the the um the young lady that came from California. I remember she was saying how like you know. People are so sad and depressed nowadays because music mm-hmm. is not doing the job that it usually does. Yeah, it usually does. Yeah, it usually does that. The old Kanye, and even new Kanye still does in no way. Lauryn Hill, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like this healing music, you know, Marvin Gaye, um, just all these different people that would just really give you that, you know, that feeling of just mm-hmm. like almost like healing. Like you'll be sad or depressed,
0: you play a song, your old days change, you know? I think oh, that's yeah. a gift from God. Yeah, things yeah. have ha- absolutely changed from music when I was listening to it and growing up with it mm. into how the music is mm. today. Completely, now, we have people, of course, who were did jokey rhymes, right? Or who did certain types of other types of things in their music. But most of the music mm. has some type of message. Mm-hmm. Some type of message. Or it reflected the life that people were really, really living. Mm-hmm. Like that's the real life for them and so they only knew how to communicate that message about what was really going on in their neighborhood but today i don't think that's the stigma i think it's all about let me just put some stuff out to see how much money i can get right and it doesn't really have to make make sense right at all. and it's just about me you yeah. know and pe-
1: people are selfish with the music now but oh yeah yep but i agree with you i think that's the real thing and it's sad you know and but the honest truth is when you make music like that you got an expiration date on you mm. you know what i'm saying like you, you you can only be there for so long for so long you, you're not going to be within the longevity race yeah. you know unless you switch things up in the middle of your mm. career you know and i think the artists that are doing that now is, is kind of obvious that they're always mm. going to be able to eat live and drink mm. off of their music and, and people will always live with them their music will live forever sure. versus the guy who made this one his song who it's popping for two years, you never hear him mm-hmm. hear of him again, you know, then you might see him working somewhere and it's just
0: like, <laughs> yeah, you Yeah, that's like the shelf life now. He's two, three years and mm, that's it. The that's next, it. Who's yeah. the next one? Right. That's right. Right. And so,
1: I think since we're in it for the long run, mm-hmm. we're in it for the long game, Slow and Steady always wins the race.
0: Always wins the race. Yeah. So true. talk about the project that you currently have out. So, 328,
1: um, that's, that's right. the, 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 the debut album. Um, It's a seven track album on all platforms, but on SoundCloud, the deluxe version I gave for free has two Mm. additional bonus tracks on there. It really just didn't get cleared. The samples didn't get cleared. Ah, (laughs) So we just put it on SoundCloud. Um, But nah, the music is literally just about, you know, young kid in college trying to chase his dreams and balance Mm. being, you know, it's just my story, really. Young kid in college trying to chase his dreams. You know, but also remember he's in college, he has class, you know, there's girls, there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's just a whole life out there. You know, it's, it's actual classes, internships, etc. cetera, um, is what the project is about. Love stories. Um, and it's just uh, it's it's a really polished, you know, one of my proudest just works overall mm-hmm. to this day. Like I, I people still resonate with, with it. Those who listen to it for the first time. You know, it's like, you know, brand new. It's, it's only been out for about a year, but um, it's 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 still touching people, you know, in a special way. Mm. And so the history of that project. So, like I said, graduated high school, said, God, hey, I need you to, to choose my, my room for me. Um, and because I'm, I'm moving into college and moving out of my mom's mm-hmm. house for the first time. I, I know what floor I want to be on. I know what building I want to be in, but I want you to choose the specific room that I will lay my mm. head in you know what I'm saying so there was room 331 328 329 327 and I said God may each of those um rooms symbolize a verse in Psalms so room 329 would be Psalm 32 verse 9 mm. and room 327 32 verse 7 etc um I remember reading I think it was 329 I mean Psalm 32 verse 9 for room 329 mm-hmm. and I think it was like do not be like a horse or a mule which I have no understanding you know I was like I, I want that room because it's <laughs> that i ain't trying to be you know what i'm saying like i was like i don't want that i don't know what's going on there went to 331 and it was like a verse of like praise like i will bless the lord something like that and i was almost settled and someone like, said go back and read 328 you know for 328 and mm-hmm. um it said i will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go i will counsel you with my loving eye upon you and i flipped man i I I freaked out, like caught goosebumps almost like as I read it, Mm. almost like God was reading it with me in my head Mm. because I was like, what are the chances that I picked that room, that floor, chose God to use the book of Psalms, and it literally says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you, you know, my loving Mm. eye upon you. And freshman year, man, hit the ball running, like became president of my freshman dorm, made straight A's for the first time since fourth grade, got into the honors college, Um, this presidential ambassador group for the president of our university Mm -hmm. I got into as a freshman where they don't usually take freshmen. um, Became a freshman liaison and later won my um, uh, election race to be a senator. So my freshman year literally just took Took off off. and I just became like a new person. Met Mm -hmm. a bunch of people. Met DJ Khaled that year. I think I met Big Sean that year too. Met Ludacris that year. Uh, Met a whole bunch of different folks and just started learning more. It was like I was just... Showing me that anything is possible, all doors are open, wow. and um, yeah. So, the Bible verse Psalm 32, verse 8, turned into the room 328, the album. I was like, Why not just make the album 328? Mm-hmm. Just talk about my experiences, and so that's what the album is about. And God opened doors with that album, man. Where you know, um, it's in the shop right now, but that God is taking care of it. But you know, my first car, you know, mm-hmm. it was, if we have time, I'll, I'll share that too. Um, is a 328. You know what I'm saying? Uh, How God did that. You know, it's a, it's a BMW. Um, <laughs> I didn't even want a BMW, but look at that. Look, yeah, bro, it was a blessing. And I, I don't give too much detail, but God literally, I, I barely pay for the vehicle, mm-hmm. in other words. You know what I'm saying? Where God is literally funding it, taking care of it, providing like mm-hmm. He promised, you know? And so everything is just, just flowing according to, to plan. And it was just, so, every time I see that number, you know, I just know I'm in the right place. The visit, right the yeah, you know? It has a
0: connection, it has a meaning, right? a
1: real meaning right. behind certain things. Right. I like exactly. that. I love that. Or even one time, I sure shortly, where I was charged $328 on my pause account um, um, for college halfway through the semester, and I, they were threatening to drop all my classes. So, they charged me for it late because I picked mm. up this class, and... um it 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 fell off, man, and 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 I didn't know how I was gonna pay for it. But I, I laughed, cause I was like, "What are the chances of charging me 328 Like, you know, yeah. I tell you what, man, went into the financial aid office, told him, "Hey, I ain't got no money." You know, we'll we'll try to pay for it. They showed me my options, and then they brought me to this room to talk to this guy who I, I don't know how this thing works. Was with, like with the. Audits and mm-hmm. just you know the university has to disperse a certain amount of money mm-hmm. and they usually have some scholarship you know mm-hmm. you know there remaining and I walked in bro and I kid you not like um, they asked for my name my GPA and my major I gave them that two weeks later I got like a fifteen hundred dollars scholarship ah. and like if I never got charged the three hundred dollars I would have never been able to receive you know the mm. twelve hundred in profit so stuff like that. And it was charged three twenty eight. So I just was like, yeah, okay, God, do you? You know that's what I'm crazy. saying? Because like, I, I can't even. You can't make this up. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, that's just, that's crazy. It's wild. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful overall. And that project is still opening doors. It's mm-hmm. changing lives. It's changing my life. You know. And um, I encourage everybody to go out and listen to it. You know. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. encourage everybody
0: to go listen to it today. As soon as you see this interview. <laughs> Go all, it's on all, all streaming platforms. All streaming platforms. Yeah. Amazon, go, all of them. Go, just go get it. Right. And 328. You just Google Nashby or, yeah, 328 on Apple Music. Go pull up. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, sir. That's right. So, what advice would you give somebody coming into this music industry? Oh,
1: man. I would say remember who you are, mm. remember why you do it, and be humble enough to learn and grow, but be confident in who you are. Um, I think that's really important because I think you always get tempted to kind mm. of switch and adjust. You'll be yourself and mm. being yourself will get you into rooms. And then those people will almost try to change you. Like you being awesome in the first place wasn't the reason why you got in the room, mm. you know. And so I think a lot of artists struggle with that where they want to change after, you know. Um, but I think that's the advice and just hustle. And then honestly, if you're a person of faith or not, you know, trust in God. And try to get you know that purpose right. in line because it's deeper than music you know it's i already know like my music is is at the end of the day it's like a blessing because it is music and it's powerful mm-hmm. on its own but i feel like it's more of a platform you know that god wants to give me to have. Mm-hmm. so yeah that's my advice i really just want to encourage everyone to just chase your dream you know um keep hustling hard work consistency um it's the toughest thing and, and it's a it's a marathon and so being consistent will
0: always, you know, um, keep you relevant. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. I think the number one thing it is is to be yourself. Yeah. Me humble, too, but be mm-hmm. yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's true. So where can people find you? Uh, find me on uh,
1: Instagram at Nashby Official, N-A-S-H-B-I-Official, O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. Um, you can also Google Nashby. I'm also Nashbyofficial.com, dot Nashby on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, Nashby Grandjean Grand is my real name, um, and you can find me on LinkedIn or whatever too if you want to, you know, okay. add me there. But, and he's yeah.
0: gonna be like your future senator <laughs> and uh, congressman, <laughs> real down the line somewhere. Oh man, I don't know. And we'll see. Yeah. know. We'll see. We'll see yeah. what God has in, 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 in store for you. Right, That's right,
1: right. But I'm always here to serve, and I just want to encourage everyone out there to chase your dreams. Once again, be yourself and um, don't be afraid to try new things, Mm -hmm. because I think if I never tried some new things, I would have never been able to even open more doors for me within Mm -hmm. the music
0: industry as well. That's right. Well, brother, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today, getting to know your journey, your experience. Appreciate all the wisdom and knowledge you shared today, man. Appreciate you you for having me. There's nothing but the best for you, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. you, Thank you very much. We create music. We live. We create music. Yes, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time on We Create Music.